Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Nigerian Abroad Podcast with me, Cheruke. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you like, subscribe, share the whole nine yards, as I always say. Today, I've got an interesting guest with me, and it's really exciting for me because um, the last time we saw each other face-to-face was in 2017, and in that time, a lot has changed. And today, I want to present to you guys the one and only Mayor of Longford in Ireland, Councillor Remu Adejimi. Hi, Terenke, and uh, hello <laughs> to your lovely listeners. I'm delighted to be on your podcast and talking to you today. So thanks for having me on. Yes, first of all, excuse me, my claim to fame. Uh, I know people in politics, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I have to tell everyone. Now, first, before we get started, I remember when I saw your post, you know, when you put up that you'd become mayor of Longford and I was like, stop it. <laughs> and I was screaming and jumping around and going, no way, no way, oh my God. And I was shouting like a mad woman. And uh, my friend was like, what's going on? What's going on? And I was like, my friend is the mayor of Longford. I was like, no, scratch that. My sister is the mayor of Longford. <laughs> 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 and I, I was so excited for you, like really happy for you. But most importantly, I just wanted to like capture that journey, your journey from where you started to becoming mayor of Longford. And I was like, get her in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's just, it's been a surreal journey and I'm just delighted and I feel incredibly fortunate to have this opportunity. It's just unbelievable. Back in 2017, I still haven't forgotten, it was February and I came down to see you and we sat in your kitchen, you made your love rice for me, you know, I ate chicken, <laughs> that oh, it was all nice. But... <laughs> At the time, I didn't realize that you were about to go on a journey. I don't think we touched on the subject. We never even discussed anything political. I just knew you worked, you know, and you were doing fine at work. We even discussed like, you know, um, what it felt like working in the UK, working in Ireland. And fast forward to today, you're the mayor of Longford. We both went to the same school back in Nigeria. And here we are today in foreign lands and you actually being active in politics and you know basically working to change the trajectory of Longford so what kind of like influenced you to think hey I know I'm a migrant who's come from Nigeria but I can be part of the government and do what I do today it's it all kind of happened organically so i i didn't set the wheel in motion so to speak things just happened and it made sense and i just you know pretty much went with the flow so back from nigeria my father was very active in politics and i think I was always aware of the political space, even though I wasn't in it, but I would kind of keep an ear on, you know, current affairs, breaking news, topical issues. And I would have, you know, an opinion on, on, you know, an ideal society. And so coming over to Ireland, foremost on my mind was, you know, starting a family, raising my children, earning a, a living and being able to provide for my children and provide for my family 
and um, build my family, have a good quality of life. Um, so those were my priorities. And, you know, myself and my husband, we focused on that and nurtured our children, you know, worked and had a good social life as well. And so in 2016, I ended up um, working on uh, as a volunteer on a campaign of uh, uh, an in individual that was running for general elections to have a seat at parliament. And after that exercise wrapped up, my neighbour invited me to join uh, the political party I belong to currently, which is Fianna Fáil. And he got the form for me. I filled up the form and I'll get text messages to say, we're having a meeting here. We're having a fundraiser. We're having church gate collection. We're traveling up to Dublin for the National Party Convention. We are having this uh, regional meeting. And whenever I get the message, I follow up with my neighbor, who essentially is the only one I know in the party, and say, where is this? Are you going? What time? Involved myself in uh, all the activities of the party at local level and at national level. Because for me, I've always, prior to being active in politics, I've always been a volunteer in the community because I feel that, you know, being in a community um, and again being new in being being thrust into a new community in Ireland uh, in order for me to settle and have that quality of life I have to to adapt to the Irish culture and take the the positives of the culture so it mean it's meant integrating it meant interacting so I was always interacting at community level so joining the political party was another opportunity for me to interact with more people so I had a different cohort who I engaged with and got to know and so that was the level of my involvement. And that's why I'm saying things happen organically. I was invited. I joined in. I went with the flow pretty much. And then fast forward to 2018, I was asked for election. I thought, OK, what do I have to offer? But at the same time, I was thinking, OK, this is an opportunity for representation. This is an opportunity to have a seat at the table, to be able to influence policies and legislation and all of that. So it's to, you know, a step up. I have a good quality of life. My children are well. We are living a good life. You know, this is an opportunity for me to do more for my community, to uh, achieve migrant representation, because, you know, the more we integrate and interact and influence policies, the better the quality of life for everybody as a, as a whole. And I think having this sense of purpose as well of, of uh, being in the forefront of integration, it, it links back to our pre-Nitati days because being in a federal uh, secondary school where people from different ethnic backgrounds are put together in the same space and we have to get along, you know, the accents, <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and cultural differences and understanding how uh, your bias interact, how evils interact, how ethic inter um, interact in Bibio, Robo, because there was there were a few people, uh, there were a few uh, Robo girls in uh, in Federal Calabar as well. So I I became interculturally sensitive at at a, a very young age, and I'm sure you did as well. And yeah. I think it is. Since I started becoming more politically active, I realized that, you know, it's it's a bit easier for me to interact and integrate because 
of that um, learning I got from back then. And, you know, sometimes people talking about talk about their names being mispronounced and it takes me straight back. To, to then even Nigerians couldn't pronounce my name properly so you know and exactly so you know <laughs> you understand very well what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about so yeah. you know all of these experiences kind of without knowing it it shapes us and, and make us who we are now and it's some of those experiences I lean on and it helps me you know engage more with people in the community because straight away if somebody speaking with an accent my brain is already trying to uh, um, be more active in listening so that I can pick the gist of what they're saying or if, if someone's acting in a kind of way I can automatically interpret it and understand it and then learn how to engage with them as well so all of that kind of um, added to it and again <laughs> going back to my point of things just happening organically it's just it just made sense and by yeah. the time I became um, became more active in, in politics and then I became councillor and even at that time I did not even think I would end up being mayor so you know it's as has been an unbelievable journey for me and just it was a proud moment for me and my family. My dad now, every time he rings, he calls me mayor. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, as expected. We, yeah. You raised some really valid points there about you know our, us being exposed all the way back in um, federal Calabar, being exposed to different ethnicities and uh, ways of life that people came, you know, had to come together and try to live together in the same space and try to um, police each other, you know, and hold each other accountable and how that has helped shape us and allow us to, uh, you know, speak to people, different kinds of people and just be able to connect with them in ways that we probably wouldn't have been able to if, for example, I spent most of my time in Port Harcourt going to school with like people in Port Harcourt, you know, like reverse people. So my traditional or um, awareness would have been maybe a bit limited. You never know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, a yeah, it's really good to kind of see that at least Fedike stood for something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at oh, the end absolutely. of the day. Yeah. 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 yeah which is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now that you've said it, uh, as you were just talking, I was just writing on my palm, like, go and join your lo local party. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, is so, it is so important. And if you think about, you know, the conversations we have daily mm -hmm. it's, and things not working and the environment not being conducive, especially for parents. If you think about it, when policies are being written up and, you know, research is being done, when legislation is being drawn up, when bills are being, uh, are being developed to be debated at parliament, if there's no migrant voice present, then migrant issues won't be brought to the fore because obviously there are so many issues and they have to be prioritised. Mm -hmm. So depending yeah. on who's there listing these issues, that determine what gets um, a top priority, and I know the impact my um, being on the on the local in the local authority has had on the migrant community because you know I'm able to straight away to to empathize a bit more because as a migrant I have a shared experience with other migrants and I know how these issues that seem not as 
um, seem not to be so big. I know how it how it pinches. I know how it hurts. I know how it impacts on somebody having a good quality of life. And yeah. you know that's why I encourage people wherever they are to get involved, to get in contact with you know local public reps, and you know start having these conversations. And you know. Politics is not for everybody. Politics, you know, you have to have the stomach for oh, yeah. it. And, you know, some days I'm like, Jesus, what have I let myself in for? And then on other days, you know, the benefits come rushing through. And I'm thankful that, you know, I'm able to, to impact uh, my immediate environment in this way. You can be um, a, a background worker. You can be supporting somebody that's there. And, you know, there are credible people in every political party. The problem is that, you know, these people need support. Without yeah. the support, they are not going to get, they're not going to get a shot at being in the limelight to make these uh, these changes that, that can happen. So it's very important that people become more politically aware, more politically active to influence change in your local environment. I agree. I'm going to join party, my local party, not sure which one, but the first change I want is I want to see Oxdale in Morrison, Saints Bridge. <laughs> you know, I want to see Oxdale. I want to see Tribe. You know, I want to eat Nigerian food here. <laughs> Absolutely. And all yeah. that and all that is possible because, you know, you are you you are a um a law-abiding citizen, you are a taxpayer, so you yes, should so. demand these, uh, oh, yeah. um, you know, these services and these products. They should be available for you in in your community. And you know, this is how it happens because yeah. by the time you are charging your uh, local representative to make this happen, they are going to be feeding that to these manufacturers and these uh, retailers. Yeah. and asking them to have their products more representative of the community and that's how we get these things um these things happening so we don't have to travel long distance exactly. buy african food and yeah. all of that you know yeah. it is possible and really i, I think what i uh, say um, a lot politics is about numbers and if I'm able to assist you in meeting your daily needs, you know, it's a given that come election time, you would want to vote for me so that I am retained so that I can keep helping you. And that is, and that, and that is how we make these, uh, these public reps uh, actually do the job. This is really good, like really good information because there's like, you know, so many things I take for granted, not even like connecting on a political level. Like every time we have uh, elections come around, I just know what party I support and I go out and I vote and I come home. But never really thinking about connecting, you know, and trying to become a voice that's heard because I live in an area where, you know, migrants are a proper minority. So save for you, I probably would never have considered taking a shot at politics or thinking maybe I should become councillor or maybe I should become mayor or something. You know, I would always just have said, well, somebody would have to do it. You know, somebody who probably has had more time in the UK should be the one to come in and do what they do. But seeing you, you know, and knowing you from when I was a little girl, <laughs> you know, <laughs> knowing you from that point and seeing you become 
mayor you know i'm kind of like now thinking and saying what kind of um what attributes what kind of um you know personality traits do you think someone has to possess to be able to come in and influence and make a lot of change you know at the level that you're at well um to be honest it, <laughs> anybody <laughs> to be honest anybody can become a public rep you just have to have and um, i suppose you you just have to have the the passion you have to have the the stomach for it really because i think public reps get a lot of stick you know i i'd see posts on facebook and people giving out yards of or okay so uh people be complaining about something that's uh that's not right that's that's not going right and mm -hmm. you know uh, they they are right to do that and you know the the public rep straight away are blamed for everything that's going wrong we're accused of not doing our jobs even though there are other things that are going on well there are other things that we're getting right but once there's a problem everything else is forgotten and you know you just have to have that patience to be able to focus just zone in on the issue and not you know the the verbiage around it and people can be quite vocal and quite strong in their in their opinions and in their words and that would be something i i would say anybody that's interested in becoming a public rep just has to have that patience and that focus on the issue and not you know any negativity surrounding it if there's a problem focus on the problem get the problem fixed and move on what else i think being a people person is very helpful as well because being a public rep there's a lot of contact involved you there's a lot of people getting in touch with you and wanting your help whether you can give it or not because i do get contacted on issues that are outside my remit but you know if there's a way i can help and the scope of my job i am a counselor in in the local area of longford but i always when i'm invited to be a guest at events or in a panel i always say to the crowd look if you have a problem regardless of what part of ireland you are get in touch with me i can link you up to your local area rep because obviously my party has public reps in the different counties and that's the help i can render if they have an issue in their own environment i link them up with the with the the local uh, member of parliament or the senator or the councillor or the mayor in their in their own uh, mm -hmm. town and then they get the support that way so you know that link up is is something that is that is very helpful as well well having empathy empathy is so important in in everything we do because everything involves interactions and once you are interacting with people you have to have that empathetic nature so that you can develop relationships with people as you go along in the walk of life so i think i shall now um not <laughs> sign up i <laughs> know <laughs> you'll be a perfect public rep absolutely yeah no <laughs> i think i have a lot of my plates right now you know you um you, you the most i ever do is you know when i go in the shops every now and again i would contribute to the food um food bank and leave it there i try not to put myself out too much because i have a lot going on you know i wake up at four and i try to get into bed before 10 if i can so 
I don't have time for much, much more. Maybe, uh, you, maybe you, much. You would think you would think you don't. I think after I had Alexandra, I had an opportunity to do an MBA, and mm. I was working full time with three children, one a baby, and I had Alexandra in two thousand and nine. I started my master's program in two thousand and eleven, and then um, Kenny was working in Nigeria. At that time, I would work. Monday to Friday and finish up at about three in the afternoon I would get in the car then and drive an hour to college it was I did it part-time and I would have my lectures and drive back home at nine and drive to the the lady that was looking after the children so they picked them up from uh, they would go from school to the creche my daughter was in the crash full time because obviously she was too young to start school and the boys would go to the crash from school and then in, at six the lady looking after them would pick them up from the crash take them to her house and I'd come back at 9 p.m pick them up from the, the the minder and bring them home and I did that for two years I worked wow. full time I was a full-time mom <laughs> And I, I was, uh, I, and I did a master's program, and that's on top of my other community engagements of being on the board of management in the local school, in the pastoral council in church, in different community groups as well. So, if you have something to do, time adjusts. You find yourself; it just happens. And if you think about it, even through your life, if you look at maybe the last five years. The tasks you've assigned yourself has changed. You've added and removed and adjusted in the same space of time, you know. So it's time is flexible and you everything will work. I think we limit ourselves when we think too much on the tasks ahead. Oh my God, this is too much. I can't do it. I'm already doing A, B, C. I can't add D. But if you add D and you, you will find that you just adjust everything. There's so much waste in our time from sunrise to sunset and we just need to manage it and for me it is just setting goals once I set my goals I, I achieve them and then it's left to me to manage my time and juggle all these goals to make sure that you know I'm achieving everything I said to achieve because life is short you know yeah, so true. before you know it's like and the bones as we're getting older the bones are uh, limiting what we can do so we have to make hey. <laughs> true true <laughs> so it's good that you've you kind of just like brought the conversation to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is family with everything that's gone on. I think the first thing I wanted to kind of understand is how did becoming a pop political citizen, if I can say that, affect family life? Okay, um, the, the biggest impact is just my availability because right now the, the, the difference between being a public rep is that there's no there's no set structure of your day. So if somebody can give you a call at 8 a.m., <laughs> your first call of the day, and somebody can give you a call at 10 p.m. You know, again, it goes back to me saying when people have an issue, they want anybody that can help them solve the issue. And sometimes when the, the problem is at the fore, Where's her number? Somebody gives them my number and they get in touch. This is my problem. 
can you help me? And, you know, you, you have to work on it. So from day to day, my, I can start my day with three items to, my sister told me I said three, but I argued with her <laughs> and I'm realizing that I started saying three. And um, so I might start my day with three, <laughs> with three items. And by the end of the day, I may not have accomplished two of those three, but I would have added on four, five, six and accomplished them. So it's just every day is different. And that's the biggest impact on my time and on family life. So it does affect my scheduling. So um, WhatsApp is, is, is a br- brilliant tool that we use to communicate now. We have a family group yeah. and that's where we're all we all put in our schedules this I have this today I have that today and then we work around it and between myself and Kenny we're like okay can you do this can I do that who do who does this and we we manage that so aside from that like my children are a lot older so they're able to look after themselves to to a large extent I'm not as hands-on and so which helps as well and uh, with covid there's a lot of working from home also Kenny worked from home and I work from home um, a lot as well so we're here with the children so that also helps it's 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 been kind of we've been eased into the the new role and it hasn't had a significant impact in our day-to-day activities thankfully and I hope that continues. And uh, I'm conscious that, you know, I'm keen to uh, to further my political career as well. So at some stage, hopefully I'll have, you know, a bigger, yes, <laughs> uh, yes. A bigger portfolio and that we would have to adjust to, to that as well. But in the meantime, it's a great example for the children also that, you know, there are opportunities. You can chase yes. your dream. Yeah, you know, and that's something that I am so happy for, and not just my children, and um, a lot of African children in the community. They can see that you know anything is possible. Just oh, chase yeah. your dream, work hard. And mm-hmm. I remember when we were running for election, you know, with the posters and the faces up on the on the polls. And one of the students, he's in university now, studying law, and he said. that he had such an incredible feeling of pride when he looked up and saw somebody the same color skin as him running in the in the local elections that it was just incredible and he was thanking me for giving him that feeling and that's even before you know we had the election results before I became counselor oh yeah there was already that benefit so and it's and it's just so so Mm -hmm. incredible and that again that's that's the the power of of volunteering yourself because I essentially volunteered myself becoming a public rep has lots of implications like you can see my (laughs) my Facebooking has has is now uh, more intentional Uh, there isn't as much uh, joke cracking as I as I used to do because obviously I'm conscious of my of my position now and I have to set a good example for my peers for children and I have a lot more friends on Facebook as well because a lot of people in the local community contact me via Facebook also and I've just left my social media accessible so that you know people can reach me when they when they need uh, when they need yeah. support as well so yeah uh, apart from 
you know the time implication it's been it's been good and my my kids are all so proud and so oh, happy yeah. that you know their mother is there and, and all of that I tend not to ask them too often how how it feels or or how they are getting impacted by it and and, and it's all good you know yeah and so they their relationships with their friends are still the same and you know with kids it's thankfully everybody's still very innocent in their engagement so yeah that's that's great that's really good to hear I was just thinking as you were speaking about um, your start times and your end times not being quite structured. And I was like, so when do I go on dates? You know, because <laughs> a girl needs a man. Do you know, do you know, that's another advantage of, you know, getting into these spaces because you are increasing your engagement you're increasing the spaces who knows there are people in these spaces there there's a couple in fact there's several couples that met at party functions so mm. many in my party that they met at, at party functions and they got married and they started raising kids and they're literally like our party members like the the, the families like we it, it's like we know their family because we know when they met, we know when they got married, we know when they had every single child. The party literally is a family. So that's another opportunity, you know. When you join a party, you're going to meetings, you're meeting people. So that's a cohort, that's, that's a group, that's a community that you're going to gain entry into. So that's where your date is at. Like your dates could be going to the party convention. Your dates could be going to the meetings. Because, you know, after the meetings, there's a lot of, uh, we have meetings in maybe in the town hall. And then after the meeting, people are saying, do you want to go have a, have a drink? And people just, you know, they make it evening out. Like, I'm going out tonight. I'm going to the meeting. So after the meeting, go have a drink, have a glass and chat and then come back home. And that is, it's something different that you wouldn't normally do on a Thursday night. On this mm -hmm. Thursday night, you're going to a meeting. And then from there, you're going to the local pub. You're going to sit down and have a drink. You're going to meet you're, new yeah. people. So, yeah. you know, you might meet a yeah, girl you're, who has you, a brother. So, you know. <laughs> you are really selling it. You're like, listen, <laughs> get in your local party. Go for dinner dates. You will meet the person and you would also yeah. become mayor while doing it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love it. it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 um it's it's great. It's great. I'm just kind of thinking like mm, yeah, okay, let's um yeah, let's get connected. Eh? Thank me later. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Later. <laughs> yeah. You know, just think about it. When I become mayor of Woking and then I'm kind of like talking about my journey as well and saying to somebody, I'd like to thank council obviously councillor <laughs> Remu Adejimi of Fianna Fail out there in, in Ireland for encouraging me to take a step forward <laughs> to representing <laughs> ethnic minorities here in Surrey and <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and yeah. even all the uh, the all the ethnic minorities you will be representing and making their lives better. 
So, mm. you know, the, the, it's, the, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Again, you will not be serving just migrants. You'll be serving natives as of well. Of course, of and, course. And, you know, you have your expertise from your work experience. And mm -hmm. that is another important aspect that you can bring. That's another important skill you can bring to the local authority True. as well. True. So, you know, there's so many, so many learnings I've had from, you know, being a private citizen that come to the fore now where we're having our meetings and, you know, I'm thinking solutions, my Lean Six Sigma training is coming in yeah. and, you know, they're talking about activities or processes. I'm like, oh my God, that is such a waste. Let's cut this yeah. and take this yeah. and fine tune, you know, and I'm able to proffer those real-time solutions, those working solutions that we know, you know, in the private sector, we, we don't hang about in, in improving processes, yeah. but obviously in the civil service, it's a lot slower to, to get, these, get these improvements in. So those are the kind of solutions we can make as well. You know, so like now you have some op options in terms of your your goals and uh, your dating goals at all. So, <laughs> you know, uh, join a local party so you can get dates. And while you're at it, become mayor of, <laughs> of That's the county. That's Bring it. some scrum mastering skills of facilitation, negotiation, you know, delivery and try to move the community forward. And we thank Councillor Rimu at the end of it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's amazing. I Look, for me, you know, you know, when they started making all these funny memes and they'll put some random person's face and they'll say, I'm going to tell my children that this was Rocky, um, you know, and they just put the, yeah, at least I don't have to lie. I'm just going to take your picture and just put it up and I'm going to tell my children, okay, this was hope. <laughs> you know, like this was hope. Okay. And I think we're kind of lucky because we're not in the American space because I believe politics in America is like really dirty, really, really dirty. I, I don't know what it's like in Ireland. So going through the whole, what's it called, campaign and election process, like you, you didn't really have to deal with a lot of negative, you know, campaign drama like you would, you know, you'd get in the United States, or did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh thankfully not not to that magnitude um yeah i have to say which i'm thankful for and i think going into this uh, this space we went through a good bit of preparation in terms of training um hmm. how to communicate a training on you know how to a canvas when we are uh, running our campaigns how to even create your campaign teams just hmm. for optimum performance and pa as part of the communication training we were you know if pretty much warned not to engage with people who are negative on social media because they are kind of experts at negativity so mm -hmm. even if you're trying to engage to change your opinion or change their mind, they're going to take the negative part of it. And before you know it, you're getting frustrated and you degenerate to their level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they are the experts there. So you're not going to win. So the best thing is do not engage. And so that is for, you know, randoms on social media. And I think where you mentioned American politics is actually the candidates, you know, having a go at each other. Thankfully, that didn't happen to me. Um, I don't think it happens so much in Ireland. 
a lot of the mud slinging happens after elections. Oh, okay. And, uh, and but um, really more at national level and not at local level. We tend to okay. work, we tend to work together at local level because in the local authority, when we have our council meetings, we put forward motions for whatever progress we want to see in our local community or whatever development yeah. we want to happen. And the, the pool of councillors vote whether to accept or reject your mm -hmm. uh, proposal. So we have to work together as a team. Otherwise, mm -hmm. we get nothing done. So there's a lot of teamwork that goes on at local level. And I think at national level, there is really a lot of my party, the your party, the opposition, yeah, are like, yeah. mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and um, and then the 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 government. Obviously, they have so many challenges in terms of what the people want, what the people need, what funding is there, what companies are there, the rules and regulations, and how to uphold it. You know, so many things, and then yeah, throw yeah. COVID on top of it is just chaotic. At best, yes, I can imagine. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, campaigning, running for elections in Ireland. I don't know how it is in in the UK, but in Ireland, it's pretty much you're knocking on every single door yeah. and talking to and um, talking to the residents. And you have yeah. a big electoral area. You are not going to waste any part of that time talking about somebody else again because i'm trying to encourage more migrant participation in politics mm -hmm. uh, and to highlight the fact that oh somebody's attacking me negatively and it's annoying and whatever it's going to dissuade other people who might be thinking of it so i try to always be positive you know any breaking news that has a bit of negativity and I know a lot of people jump on breaking news and say oh my god this is my opinion and that's why I said yeah I don't waste my time with all those things because yeah. you know you're either I, I try to stay positive and I hope that you know I attract positivity around me as well because you know I want to engage well I want to bring uh, progress and uh, <laughs> I haven't seen a, 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 a time where negativity uh, yielded any, any sort yeah, of Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah. not much, not much attacks. Um, I, I can't say that there haven't been any at all. I'd be lying if I did, mm. but whatever it, it has been, I haven't engaged with it, so it hasn't affected yeah. me. You know, and I you exercise know, the mute button online as well. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. You know, it's funny you said that um, about canvassing, like going to people's houses and knocking on the doors, because I remember one time I was going out and I was standing by the car and just talking on the phone, dilly-dallying rather than going to where I needed to go. And I saw this man walk into my, um, through the gate, the side gate. And then I was like, who's that? What is he looking for in my house? I did not invite him. You know, you know that kind of thing. But he came out really quick. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what he wanted. So I ran back into the house, opened the door. Turns out he was a local councillor, you know, and he just popped in and dropped a flyer. And I was like, whoa, hold up a second. In Nigeria, hmm? councillor. <laughs> <laughs> going through your door you know and dropping a flyer and telling you you know um hi i'm your local councilman and i knew because his picture was on the flyer and i saw the person who walked in you know when i was saying who's that so i was like are you kidding me politics here is so much different you know and it gives yeah. you the, the feeling that you can actually partake in it in a very positive way as well even though i haven't <laughs> so in spite of the fact that the BAME people here are quite small minority, you know. So one of the things I always used to think about was if I wanted to contribute, would this be the right place to do it? 
You've just mm. said it now, like even though the BAME community is small, yeah. every election you don't, it's not just, you know, BAME community that are going to vote for you. You're of going course. to get yeah. votes from the natives as well. So, and there will be natives that want a fresh voice, a new face, because sometimes these politicians get recycled, you know, election to election. So some people want somebody different. So it might just be the right time for that new face, that fresh injection in the, the political arena. And it might just be the right time for you. It was the right time for me. I joined the party in 2016. Fast forward to 2020, I became a councillor. Fast forward to 2021, I became Lord Mayor. So, you know, things happen at the right time. You might join the party straight away and just you know attend observe start getting involved and you might realize okay we were actually looking for a woman who's educated who has this qualification to assume this role and it, again another thing is the roles are not just as public reps like no it's not just elected positions that are available there are positions within party that are significant that are key roles that you can Mm. as well and there are board memberships that you can be uh, recommended for there are again with those um, connections that you make in political parties you can get opportunities to be on 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 forums on committees you know as a volunteer from the public so there are so many advantages joining a political party like they can get you know uh, groups to work on policy to develop a policy and you can be on that group bringing all your intellect and your bill is put into laws everyone's going to know geez there was somebody from the BAME community in that group because they can't have come up with this without our input. You know, so those True. are the contributions we can make. So it's not just even being a public rep, it's just being present, being yes. involved, body aware that BAME people are in this might be 2%, but 2% is a percentage. So, and we are, our needs need to be met because you're all taxpayers. They are contributing, no matter how small. So, your needs are as important as the 98%. Oh yeah, this is true. This is definitely true. I do have one serious question I need to okay. ask. Okay. <laughs> do you still pound pounded yam? <laughs> is that what, is that what a question? Can I recite to speak in English? You know, <laughs> is the yam still being pounded in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> food food the nigerian food is still being made and consumed so of not just course. pounded yam eba, you know, bah, bah. <laughs> everything is still being made and consumed yeah we are still yeah. we are still living the full life yeah definitely no that's it's really good it's been really good fun just coming to learn about your journey you know to becoming mayor and trying really you know inspiring me to become mayor of walking see us i'm even saying it now Lord sounds, mayor. it sounds like it'll come true shortly <laughs> Watch, watch this space. Watch this space. Exactly. Eh? Watch this space. Exactly. I'm exactly. coming out. Eh? I want the world to know. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's yeah. It starts. It starts with being intentional, and it just you know there there are so many benefits. 
and it's very important for us as a, as a community as a people to know that you know everybody can make a positive impact on things we can achieve change positive change if if there's a recommendation i can make particularly to our politicians in nigeria is to try to be more accessible because you know if you choose a life of being a public rep it should be solely to improve the the standard of living for the people that um, are in your community and it's important to make sure that whatever actions we we carry out you know people are benefiting we can see how that's going to affect people positively because if people are unhappy there is a reason why they are unhappy mm-hmm. and if you're in a position to change things you should be working on that so i encourage every public rep in Nigeria in the UK in Ireland to always focus on the needs of the people of the community and make sure that we are all working hard to improve things for people because if people are happy our jobs as public reps are very easy because you won't have anyone yeah. giving you stick or you know giving out yeah. <laughs> as we say <Yeah>. in Ireland <laughs> about about situations and I encourage everybody to to be more intentional in terms of their political activism you don't have to be a public rep but you can't support somebody that chooses a life in the public space after listening to this I hope people will be encouraged at least to inquire about their local parties to you know read up about the parties and the policies and see which party most aligns with yours and if I might give a note of warning there are good ones and bad ones in every political party so please <laughs> don't let that bad ends in every um, political party yeah, so just look at the party policies and see how you can make a contribution and go for it and you won't regret it yes Yes, and this is just this is not just for us in the diaspora, but also people back home, everybody like get involved, let's make change happen. Yes, yeah. I agree. And we need more women to be involved in politics. So yes. I hope to see your uh registration. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, no, I will be registering. I promise you, I will definitely be registering. And I probably won't be a political person, but I will be getting more active and supporting people who are in public office to ensure that we can enact change, you know, bring about change in the community. Yes, definitely. That's brilliant. Thank you. (laughs) So to close out, what would you say is the legacy? What do you want your legacy to be? Oh, so many things. I want to be able to point at a a development to say, I achieved this, I brought about this, I or I contributed to this to this development or this infrastructure that has such a huge impact in my community. And uh, one of the changes I want to uh, secure is to have a third level institution in in my community of Longford. That is a a, a big one for me because I think having third level institution will really help to develop the town because you're bringing in people, you're bringing in educators, you're bringing in infrastructure, you're bringing in, you know, a lot of when there's a third level institution, <laughs> the, the the town transforms so much. Yes. And I think it'll be brilliant for and it to retain young people in the in the community as well. So having that would be would be huge. So educational, 
achievement. Um, it's it that's that's one for me. And to improve the housing, our housing stock in Longford, that's another big one for me that I that I want to achieve. And a third one is to promote integration in my community to see people of different backgrounds come together in a mutual space. So those are my three big legacy items for me to achieve a third level institution in Longford, to achieve greater housing and infrastructure in Longford and a more integrated um, community. And I'm working towards those and I will keep you posted on progress. Yes, yes, I shall be watching this space to at least support you from afar so that you can achieve your your goals. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Remu, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank um, you. I've I mean, I've enjoyed watching you grow from the sidelines and I'm really happy that I was able to talk to you now and put it out there so, you know, we can share your journey and uh, some of your ideas as well and hopefully people will enjoy this listen to it tap into it and we might see a lot of people coming into you know the public sector and just getting involved because you did it you've paved the way you are now my beacon (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's been absolutely wonderful having you thank you so much thank you so much and uh very very good evening so thank you so much for inviting me on um it's been it's been a real pleasure talking to you and you too all right uh thanks to everyone i hope you enjoyed today's session as i said before like share subscribe and until next time i've been cheruke